0: Today on Commuter Bible, the nation's rage and the people's plot in vain against God's chosen nation. It's Joshua chapters 10 through 13 and Psalms 55 and 56. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible podcast to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. A coalition of nations conspires to fight against Israel when they hear that Joshua has defeated Jericho and Ai, and they gather together to surge against them. They are no match for those with whom the Lord has covenanted, and God sends a natural disaster that lays waste to more men than the Israelites slay by the sword. After they are defeated, another set of kings sets their sights on extinguishing Israel. The northern cities and their kings will soon be defeated, including those men called Anakim, those whom the original party of spies feared so much. Now Israel returns with a new generation led by Joshua and Caleb, the Lord's faithful spies, and the only ones left of their generation. Joshua, chapters 10 through 13. Now, Adonai Zedek of Jerusalem heard that Joshua had captured Ai and completely destroyed it, treating Ai and its king as he had Jericho and its king, and that the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were living among them. So Adonai and his people were greatly alarmed because Gibeon was a large city, like one of the royal cities. It was larger than Ai, and all its men were warriors. Therefore King Adonai Zedek of Jerusalem sent word to King Hoham of Hebron, King Piram of Jarmuth, King Japhia of Lachish, and King Debir of Eglon, saying, Come up and help me. We will attack Gibeon, because they have made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. So the five Amorite kings, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon, joined forces, advanced with all their armies, besieging Gibeon, and fought against it. Then the men of Gibeon sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal, Don't give up on your servants. Come quickly and save us. Help us, for all the Amorite kings living in the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua and all his troops, including all his best soldiers, came from Gilgal. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, for I have handed them over to you. Not one of them will be able to stand against you. So Joshua caught them by surprise after marching all night from Gilgal. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel, he defeated them in a great slaughter at Gibeon, chased them through the ascent of Beth and struck them down as far as Azekah and Makeda. As they fled before Israel, the Lord threw large hailstones on them from the sky along the descent of Beth all the way to Azekah, and they died. More of them died from the hail than the Israelites killed with the sword. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to the Israelites, Joshua spoke to the Lord in the presence of Israel. Sun, stand still over Gibeon and moon over the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still and the moon stopped until the nation took vengeance on its enemies. Isn't this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed its setting almost a full day. There has been no day like it before or since when the Lord listened to a man because the Lord fought for Israel. Then Joshua and all Israel with him returned to the camp at Gilgal. Now the five defeated kings had fled and hidden in the cave at Makeda. It was reported to Joshua The five kings have been found. They are hiding in the cave at Makeda. Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and station men by it to guard the kings. But as for the rest of you, don't stay there. Pursue your enemies and attack them from behind. Don't let them enter their cities, for the Lord your God has handed them over to you. So Joshua and the Israelites finished inflicting a terrible slaughter on them until they were destroyed, although a few survivors ran away to the fortified cities. The people returned safely to Joshua in the camp at Makeda, and no one dared to threaten the Israelites. Then Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings to me out of there. That is what they did they brought the five kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon to Joshua out of the cave. When they had brought the kings to him, Joshua summoned all the men of Israel and said to the military commanders who had accompanied him, Come here and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So the commanders came forward and put their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all the enemies you fight. After this, Joshua struck them down and executed them. He hung their bodies on five trees, and they were there until evening. At sunset, Joshua commanded that they be taken down from the trees and thrown into the cave where they had hidden. Then large stones were placed against the mouth of the cave, and the stones are still there today. On that day Joshua captured Makeda and struck it down with the sword, including its king. He completely destroyed it and everyone in it, leaving no survivors. So he treated the king of Makeda as he had the king of Jericho. Joshua and all Israel with him crossed from Makeda to Libna, and fought against Libna. The Lord also handed it and its king over to Israel. He struck it down, putting everyone in it to the sword, and left no survivors in it. He treated Libna's king as he had the king of Jericho. From Libna, Joshua and all Israel with him crossed to Lachish. They laid siege to it and attacked it. The Lord handed Lachish over to Israel, and Joshua captured it on the second day. He struck it down, putting everyone in it to the sword, just as he had done to Libna. At that time, King Horam of Gezer went to help Lachish, but Joshua struck him down along with his people, leaving no survivors. Then Joshua crossed from Lachish to Eglon, and all Israel with him. They laid siege to it and attacked it. On that day, they captured it and struck it down, putting everyone in it to the sword. He completely destroyed it that day, just as he had done to Lachish. Next, Joshua and all Israel with him went up from Eglon to Hebron and attacked it. They captured it and struck down its king, all its villages, and everyone in it with the sword. He left no survivors, just as he had done at Eglon. He completely destroyed Hebron and everyone in it. Finally, Joshua turned toward Debir and attacked it, and all Israel was with him. He captured it, its king, and all its villages. They struck them down with the sword and completely destroyed everyone in it, leaving no survivors. He treated Debir and its king as he had treated Hebron and as he had treated Libna and its king. So Joshua conquered the whole region, the hill country, the Negev, the Judean foothills, and the slopes, with all their kings leaving no survivors. He completely destroyed every living being as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua conquered everyone from Kadesh Barnea to Gaza and all the land of Goshen as far as Gibeon. Joshua captured all these kings and their land in one campaign because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp at Gilgal. When King Jabin of Hazor heard this news, he sent a message to King Jobab of Madden, the kings of Shimron and Achshaph, and the kings of the north in the hill country, the Arabah south of Chinereth, the Judean foothills, and the slopes of Dor to the west, the Canaanites in the east and west, the Amorites, Hethites, Perizzites, and Jebusites in the hill country, and the Hivites at the foot of Hermon in the land of Mizpah. They went out with all their armies, a multitude as numerous as the sand on the seashore, along with a vast number of horses and chariots. All these kings joined forces. They came and camped together at the waters of Merom to attack Israel. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, for at this time tomorrow I will cause all of them to be killed before Israel. You are to hamstring their horses and burn their chariots. So Joshua and all his troops surprised them at the waters of Merim and attacked them. The Lord handed them over to Israel, and they struck them down, pursuing them as far as greater Sidon and mizrathoth Maim, and to the east as far as the valley of Mizpah. They struck them down, leaving no survivors. Joshua treated them as the Lord had told him. He hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots. At that time, Joshua turned back, captured Hazor, and struck down its king with the sword because Hazor had formerly been the leader of all these kingdoms. They struck down everyone in it with the sword, completely destroying them. He left no one alive. Then... He burned Hazor. Joshua captured all these kings and their cities and struck them down with the sword. He completely destroyed them, as Moses, the Lord's servant, had commanded. However, Israel did not burn any of the cities that stood on their mounds except Hazor, which Joshua burned. The Israelites plundered all the spoils and cattle of these cities for themselves. But they struck down every person with the sword until they had annihilated them, leaving no one alive. Just as the Lord had commanded his servant Moses, Moses commanded Joshua. That is what Joshua did, leaving nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So Joshua took all this land, the hill country, all the Negev, all the land of Goshen, the foothills, the Arabah, and the hill country of Israel with its foothills, from Mount halak which ascends to Seir, as far as Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon, at the foot of Mount Hermon. He captured all their kings and struck them down, putting them to death. Joshua waged war with all these kings for a long time. No city made peace with the Israelites except the Hivites who inhabited Gibeon. All of them were taken in battle. For it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts so that they would engage Israel in battle, be completely destroyed without mercy, and be annihilated, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. At that time, Joshua proceeded to exterminate the Anakim from the hill country, Hebron, Debir, Anab, all the hill country of Judah and of Israel. Joshua completely destroyed them with their cities. No Anakim were left in the land of the Israelites, except for some remaining in Gaza, Gath, and Ashdod. So Joshua took the entire land in keeping with all that the Lord had told Moses. Joshua then gave it as an inheritance to Israel, according to their tribal allotments. After this, the land had rest from war. The Israelites struck down the following kings of the land and took possession of their land beyond the Jordan to the east and from the Arnon River to Mount Hermon, including all the Arabah eastward. King Sihon of the Amorites lived in Heshbon. He ruled from Aruer on the rim of the Arnon River along the middle of the valley and half of Gilead up to the Jabbok River, the border of the Ammonites the Araba east of the Sea of Chinnereth, to the Sea of Araba, that is, the Dead Sea, eastward through Beth-Jeshemoth, and southward below the slopes of Pisgah. King Og of Bashan, of the remnant of the Rephaim, lived in Ashtaroth and Adre. He ruled over Mount Hermon, Salakah, all Bashan up to the Jeshurite and Makathite border, and half of Gilead to the border of King Sihon of Heshbon. Moses, the Lord's servant, and the Israelites struck them down, and Moses, the Lord's servant, gave their land as an inheritance to the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh. Joshua and the Israelites struck down the following kings of the land beyond the Jordan to the west, from Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak which ascends towards Seir. Joshua gave their land as an inheritance to the tribes of Israel according to their allotments, the hill country, the Judean foothills the Araba, the slopes, the wilderness, and the Negev, the lands of the Hethites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. The king of Jericho, one. The king of Ai, which is next to Bethel, one. The king of Jerusalem, one. The king of Hebron, one. The king of Jarmuth, one. The king of Lachish, one. The king of Eglon, one. The king of Gezer one. The king of Debir one. The king of Geder one. The king of Horma. One. The king of Arad one. The king of Libna. One. The king of Adullam One. The king of Makeda. One. The king of Bethel. One. The king of Tapua. One. The king of Hefer. One. The king of Aphak. 1. The king of Lasharon. 1. The king of Madon. 1. The king of Hazor. 1. The king of Shimran, marin 1. The king of Aksheph. 1. The king of Tanakh. 1. The king of Megiddo. 1. The king of Kadesh. 1. The king of Jochnium in Carmel. 1. The king of Dor in Napheth-Dor. 1. The king of Goyim and Gilgal, one. The king of Tirzah, one. The total number of all kings, 31. Joshua was now old, advanced in age, and the Lord said to him, You have become old, advanced in age, but a great deal of the land remains to be possessed. This is the land that remains. All the districts of the Philistines and the Geshurites, from the Shihor east of Egypt to the border of Ekron on the north, considered to be Canaanite territory. The five Philistine rulers of Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron, as well as the Avites in the south, all the land of the Canaanites from Era of the Sidonians to Aphek and as far as the border of the Amorites, the land of the Gebelites, and all Lebanon east from Belgad below Mount Hermon to the entrance of Hamath, all the inhabitants of the hill country from Lebanon to Mizraphoth Maim, all the Sidonians. I will drive them out before the Israelites. Only distribute the land as an inheritance for Israel, as I have commanded you. Therefore divide this land as an inheritance to the nine tribes and half the tribe of Manasseh. With the other half of the tribe of Manasseh, the Reubenites and Gadites had received the inheritance Moses gave them beyond the Jordan to the east, just as Moses the Lord's servant had given them. From Araware on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the middle of the valley. All the Mediba Plateau, as far as Dibon, and all the cities of King Sihon of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, to the border of the Ammonites. Also Gilead and the territory of the Geshurites and Makathites, all Mount Hermon, and all Bashan to Salakah. The whole kingdom of Og and Bashan, who reigned in Ashtaroth and Adre. He was one of the remaining Rephaim. Moses struck them down and drove them out. But the Israelites did not drive out the Geshurites and Makathites. So Geshur and Maketh still live in Israel today. He did not, however, give any inheritance to the tribe of Levi. This was their inheritance, just as he had promised, the food offerings made to the Lord, the God of Israel. To the tribe of Reuben's descendants by their clans, Moses gave this as their territory from Aroer on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the middle of the valley, the whole plateau as far as Mediba, with Heshbon and all its cities on the plateau. Dibon, Babeth Baal, Beth Baalmeon, Jahaz, Kadimeth, Mepheth, Kiriathayim, Sibma, Zereth Shehar, on the hill in the valley, Beth Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, and Beth Jeshemoth, all the cities of the plateau, and all the kingdom of King Sihon of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. Moses had killed him and the chiefs of Midian, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, the princes of Sihon who lived in the land. Along with those the Israelites put to death, they also killed the diviner Balaam son of Baor with the sword. The border of the Reubenites was the Jordan and its plain. This was the inheritance of the Reubenites by their clans, with the cities and their settlements. To the tribe of the Gadites by their clans, Moses gave this as their territory: Jazer and all the cities of Gilead, and half the land of the Ammonites to Aruweer near Rabbah. From Heshbon to Ramoth Mispah and Bethanim, and from Ahanaim to the border of Debir. In the valley, Beth Haram, Beth nimra Sukkoth, and Zaphon. the rest of the kingdom of King Sihon of Heshbon. Their land also included the Jordan and its territory as far as the edge of the Sea of Chinnereth, on the east side of the Jordan. This was the inheritance of the Gadites by their clans, with the cities and their settlements. And to half the tribe of Manasseh, that is, to half the tribe of Manasseh's descendants by their clans... Moses gave this as their territory. From Mahanaim through all Bashan, all the kingdom of King Og of Bashan, including all of Jeir's villages that are in Bashan, 60 cities. But half of Gilead and Og's royal cities in Bashan, Ashtaroth and Adre, are for the descendants of Machir son of Manasseh, that is, half the descendants of Machir by their clans. These were the portions Moses gave them on the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho. But Moses did not give a portion to the tribe of Levi. The Lord, the God of Israel, was their inheritance, just as he had promised them. Psalm 55 God, listen to my prayer and do not hide from my plea for help. Pay attention to me and answer me. I am restless and in turmoil with my complaint because of my enemy's words, because of the pressure of the wicked. For they bring down disaster on me and harass me in anger. My heart shudders within me. Terrors of death sweep over me. Fear and trembling grip me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, If only I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and find rest. How far away I would flee. I would stay in the wilderness. I would hurry to my shelter from the raging wind and the storm. Lord, confuse and confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they make the rounds on its walls. Crime and trouble are within it. Destruction is inside it. Oppression and deceit never leave its marketplace. Now it is not an enemy who insults me. Otherwise, I could bear it. It is not a foe who rises up against me. Otherwise, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man who is my peer, my companion and good friend. We used to have close fellowship. We walked with the crowd into the house of God. Let death take them by surprise. Let them go down to Sheol alive, because evil is in their homes and within them. But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. I complain and groan morning, noon, and night, and he hears my voice. Though many are against me, he will redeem me from my battle unharmed. God, the one enthroned from long ago will hear and will humiliate them because they do not change and do not fear God. My friend acts violently against those at peace with him. He violates his covenant. His buttery words are smooth, but war is in his heart. His words are softer than oil but they are drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. God, you will bring them down to the pit of destruction. Men of bloodshed and treachery will not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. Psalm 56 Be gracious to me, God, for a man is trampling me. He fights and oppresses me all day long. My adversaries trample me all day, for many arrogantly fight against me. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? They twist my words all day long. All their thoughts against me are evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps while they wait to take my life. Will they escape in spite of such sin? God, bring down the nations in wrath. You yourself have recorded my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will retreat on the day when I call. This I know. God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mere humans do to me? I am obligated by vows to you, God. I will make my thanksgiving sacrifices to you. For you rescued me from death, even my feet from stumbling, to walk before God in the light of life. In addition to being a podcast that helps you get through the Bible in a year, Commuter Bible is also a resource that you can use while studying Scripture. If you go to commuterbible.org and click on Episodes at the top of the page, you'll find every episode listed in order of the Bible. So Genesis is first and all the episodes there, then Exodus, Leviticus, and so on. Whatever passage you're studying in Scripture right now, whether it's for part of a group Bible study personal time or for a sermon you can find that passage on commuterbible.org today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me john ross and co-produced by bobby brown eric williamson and the christian standard bible thanks for listening and remember happy is the one whose delight is in the lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night